0: Welcome to Now on Netflix, your guide to the new shows and films you must know about. This week, we'll be talking about The Gentleman. We're going to talk a little one day theories, Some Love is Blind. I'm Jessica Shaw, joined as always by the ultimate gentleman, Henry Goldblatt. Hello, Henry.
1: Jess, that's the nicest intro ever. Thank you so much. It's good to see you.
0: It's good to see you, especially since you are coming off a weekend where you were at the Screen Actors Guild Awards, which aired live on Netflix on Saturday night. Tell me everything.
1: I was backstage and I was in the area that's called the Winner's Walk. So what happens is people win, they go backstage and they sign for their trophies. I was with Tan France, who was conducting the first interviews right after people won, right after they got off stage. So they were full of joy and exuberance. And Jessica, I've done this at a couple different award shows. And what struck me this year is sometimes the winners are so self-serious or, oh no, I can't be bothered to talk to anyone. I need a moment to myself. These winners were ebullient and joyful and full of enthusiasm and just wanted to share that with fans. And I thought that was so, so, so sweet.
0: I have to say the Pedro Pascal interview that Tan France did was so much fun to watch. I mean, Pedro was just an absolute joy. Got up, accepted his award and was like, I'm drunk. And then went backstage and those interviews were just really sweet.
1: Yeah, so I had a moment backstage where I saw Pedro's publicist hold up his phone and he was telling his family that he just won and he was about to cry. It was just the sweetest, most heartwarming thing.
0: Who looked the best when you were backstage and you were like, I'm so excited to see See this person and like what an amazing suit or dress or whatever.
1: I hadn't realized how tall and statuesque Elizabeth Debicki is. She is stunning. She was wearing this sort of light blue sheet that was just beautiful. And Jessica, you're the fashion expert, not me, but I was taken with her beauty. And of course, Ali Wong had one of the looks of the night where she was wearing this coat that was almost like a birdcage of some kind. And then she had removed it when we interviewed her as part of the winner's walk. She was super funny backstage. Tan was asking her, you know, what did you based this character on and she's like oh I'm pure evil 100% pure evil and then they had some nice banter about how evil she was so that was super cute too one other person was Coleman Domingo that is one handsome man who is impeccably dressed and I'm so happy to see him even if he didn't win I'm so happy to see him getting the recognition that he deserves he is a national treasure
0: 100% it was wonderful you can still watch the SAG Awards if you did not catch them live and you can see all of Tan's interviews because you were backstage I'm not sure you got to fully experience one of the most memed things coming out of the SAG Awards, which is Anne Hathaway's face when Barbara Streisand was walking on stage. Please tell me that you saw this.
1: I saw it and my favorite tweet about it was, this is the only acceptable reaction when Barbara Streisand walks on stage.
0: I saw that too. It was so perfect. A plus work to whoever was operating the camera. That was basically Hathaway cam because Barbara would say something and they would cut back to Anne Hathaway. And I was like, yes, this is A, as that person said, the only appropriate response. And B, the only person I want to see responding.
1: Jessica, what did you think of all the reunions on the show? We had the cast of Modern Family. We had the cast of Breaking Bad. And of course, the one that was the most talked about, which was the Devil Wears Prada little reunion to kick off the show.
0: With Anne in Cerulean Blue, which was so wonderful. I think the Devil Wears Prada one was the one that had me kind of shrieking. It was wonderful to see all of the other casts as well, but that one, that was the biggie for me. Across the board, there were so many great people, great winners. We'll see how much this lines up with the Oscars in just a few weeks. The new series The Gentleman is coming out on March 7th. It's from director Guy Ritchie and stars Theo James from The White Lotus. It's an eight episode series about an heir to a massive estate and just a big old will when his dad dies and turns out, oh, what's on the estate? Maybe just a little cannabis farm. We're going to talk about it and bring in the wonderful Ari Romero, who has been covering it for Todoom.com. Hey,
2: Ari. Hello. I am so jazzed to be talking about this title.
0: Henry and Ari, had you seen the 2019 movie on which this series is based?
1: So I hadn't seen it and came to the series fresh, and it's very on brand for Guy Ritchie. There's some episodes where they do some writing in yellow on the screen to explain what's going on, and it's very cheeky, and some of the characters will feel familiar based on his other works.
2: I love a cheeky guy. That's my favorite kind of guy, maybe. (laughs) So Ari, you had seen the movie and you really immersed yourself in this
0: because this was your beat. You were covering this. So what is it about this show that spoke to you the most?
2: I did see the movie. I'm a big, big fan of Theo. I loved him in White Lotus. I was in college during the Divergent series. I remember my friend being like, that's the only man over 30 I'd ever date.
0: (laughs) Okay. Henry and I just died. Yes.
1: Exactly.
2: (laughs) We have really expanded our options since then, but I love coats. I love fashion. And boy, does this show have fashion.
1: Susie, the character Susie, who's played by Kaya Skoldelario, she was such a breakout for me and didn't quite know what to expect. And she is snappy and, as Ari says, very well-dressed and drives the plot in an interesting way. Like, for me, she was the breakout of this. Of course, Theo James is always so dreamy and handsome, but she was terrific.
0: I completely agree with you. She plays this character of Susie Glass, and she's kind of running what's going on underground. And she becomes someone who helps Eddie, who's Theo James's character, protects him at times, propels him into all sorts of trouble. And I agree with you. I want to know everything about this character. I had never seen Kaya in anything before, and I was just like, wow. I love when you find an actor, an actress, playing a role, and you're like, now I want to see every single thing you've ever done.
1: Ari, there are some really quirky, interesting Guy Ritchie-esque characters in this series. Tell us about them.
2: We have Theo James as Eddie. I don't want to spoil too much about Eddie's journey, but he is our leading man. He is a son of an aristocrat who finds himself really dragged into the depths of the criminal underworld, and he does not expect it, and he has to figure out, how do you maneuver? Do you lean in? Do you lean away? Do you punch somebody in the face? And he might say yes to all of them. Then we have Kaya as the wonderfully dressed Susie Glass. She's the daughter of a crime boss who's very mysterious, very shadowy. And that person is played by Ray Winstone, the Bobby Glass can't wait for you guys to meet him, a very well-dressed man. And then we have my favorite, Daniel Ings, who plays Eddie's brother, Freddie. He is a troublemaker. He looks very good in a chicken suit.
1: (laughs) So let's talk about the chicken suit for a second, Ari, (laughs) because without giving too much away, there's an episode of Black Mirror. It's one of the first episodes, I believe, where through a series of events, a British prime minister is forced to fornicate with a pig on screen. And the chicken suit was giving me those vibes.
2: It's very dark. It's very punishing. The chicken suit is not a thing you want to be wearing, but it really leads to a lot of drama and a lot of shock that will get people into this show so quickly. Come for the chicken suit. Stay for what happens after.
0: Oh, yes. The chicken suit episode goes in different directions that you definitely will not expect. But Ari, that's one of many things that you loved about the wardrobe and just in general, the look of this series. Tell us about that.
2: Everybody dresses so well. Everybody so clearly has their own sense of style and their own closet. I am a Susie Glass outerwear stan. She has such incredible princess coats, sharp coats. She also has a lot of really great women's wear suiting, which I think we don't see enough for just young women characters. I'm always into it. And also she wears a great lipstick and I'm a lipstick girl.
1: Talk to us about Giancarlo Esposito's character speaking of well-dressed.
2: Oh my God. I mean, this is a character that is so mysterious to the people of this world that I don't want to spoil too much. But if you've ever seen Giancarlo Esposito in anything, you know he's probably up to some bad and he plays uncle stan he is an american businessman who has certain plans for our characters and i promise you they're not good because he's so interested in presentation he's so interested in fitting into english aristocracy to accomplish that you cannot look anything more than impeccable
0: Oh yeah, there's an A-plus watch moment that I think people will enjoy. I also have to give a shout out to Jolie Richardson who plays Lady Sabrina who is Theo James's and Daniel Ings' character's mom. It's so nice to see her back on screen.
2: And she's so smart. She's just a silent power throughout the whole series. And also certain moments about her, they kind of make me tear up. When I think of Guy Ritchie, I think of a big like two, three hour
0: action-filled movie. And it was so interesting watching something with with his very identifiable stamp in series form as opposed to in film form. As you were watching it, did you process this as, oh, this is very Guy Ritchie, or did it feel different to you?
1: It felt a very seamless transfer of his style, of his skills, of his character drawings. So yeah, it has his imprimatur all over the series.
2: I think something we think about with Guy is he's so classically Guy. There's always just a funny guy, a cheeky guy, a strong guy, a deadly guy. And then in this, we really get to see him explore women more and I think it's such a great way of expanding what we think of as a quote unquote guy project because Susie is so feminine but steely and tough and their mom is such an interesting character and there's women peppered throughout this who are so funny and I just can't wait for people to get to meet them.
0: I mean to your point I do think it's really interesting sometimes when you feel like okay so and so had to add a woman to a project or to a script and you often feel that a certain character can be wedged in whereas with the character of Susie Glass, it's the opposite. She's such an integral part of this cast and of the plot and everything, and she's such a fully formed character. She's absolutely one of my favorites.
2: The core of her character is being a woman. It's not like you could just gender swap her and she's a son now. So much of her journey is about being a woman and the daughter of a crime boss trying to make it through this terrifying world.
0: Ari, since this is something that you are covering for Todoom.com, do you have any intel? What the overall plan is this? Is there a plan for this to be like a 10
2: season series what do you think i would like to ask guy Ritchie or daniel ings who i think is just so adorable to call me so we could talk about it and then i can tell you
0: perfect the gentleman will be out on thursday march 7th all eight episodes ari romero what a joy to see you thank you so much for joining henry and me
2: thank you for having me pip pip cheerio A couple of things that are also
0: coming out that we want to mention. Obviously, people are obsessed with the series One Day, but I understand that there is a theory going around that you want to share.
1: Yeah, Jessica. First of all, I'm a little insight to to Doom, the site that I work for. The two most popular shows this month are Love Is Blind, which is no surprise, and One Day, which is a bit of a surprise. I'm not sure anyone realized what a huge hit that this was going to be. So this is a spoiler alert. I will try to couch it very carefully. But let's just say when one day ends, it doesn't seem possible that there will be a season two. Is that fair enough to say? Yes. So there's a theory going around TikTok that there could be a season two because of a sliding doors moment. Like what happens if something in the first episode goes a different way and as a result, the chain of events goes differently and voila, there's your season two.
0: I'm not mad at that theory. I do love these two characters so much. And I love the story of these two college kids who meet and who connect and then it basically follows them over 25 years. Does it follow one character or is it like a sliding doors and maybe that person sort of leads you into two other characters?
1: No, it is a sliding doors, but it's the same characters just with a different outcome because Like the butterfly effect, something happens in the first episode that's a little different. And as a result, these two characters' lives morph and change in a different way than they do in season one
0: okay. If Leo Woodall and Ambika Maude are available, I would happily watch the two of them. They had such great chemistry and without spoiling anything, I will say that I just cried my eyes out at various points during this series. So any more with the two of them and whatever path their lives take, I'm here for. You mentioned that Love is Blind is another show that is doing incredibly well on Netflix this month. No surprise. This may be my favorite season, season six of Love is Blind. And the reunion date has officially been announced. It's coming up on March 13th. Is there any answer that has been sticking with you and just plaguing you this season that you really want Nick and Vanessa Lachey, of course, the hosts of the series, that you want them to ask at the reunion?
1: I don't want to spoil too much, but we actually had some Todoom.com staffers at the Love is Blind reunion. And let's just say there are two things I'll tell you. One, Lots and lots of revenge dresses. And two, there's a pregnancy corner.
0: Gasp. I have gasped, and I've never been more jealous of someone else's job. (laughs) Do you agree with me that this has been such an amazing season?
1: Yes. Last season in particular, I didn't love. It dragged along. I wasn't really invested in the couples or the characters, and this season is entirely different. I am all in.
0: Jimmy and Chelsea, I think about them a lot. Let's just put it that way. My thoughts are consumed, I would say, somewhere around 92% with Jimmy and Chelsea.
1: Jessica, it's so funny that you say that. So my entire brain right now is consumed with unscripted TV, because between Love is Blind and Love Island, I have no brain power left for anything else. It's a miracle I'm at this podcast recording right now. Well,
0: thank God you are. And I feel like we need a viewing party. Love is Blind, The Reunion, will premiere on Wednesday, March 13th at 9 p.m. East, 6 p.m. Pacific. Spaceman, which stars Adam Sandler as this astronaut who's six months into a solo mission and kind of confronts the cracks in his marriage with help from a mysterious creature he discovers on his ship.
1: Spoiler alert, spiders. That's all I'm going to say.
0: Ugh, I was just going to say, like, I hope it's not a cockroach because that would really <laughs> bum me out in space. Also, Hannah Gadsby' Gender Agenda is coming out on Tuesday, March 5th. Of course, award winning comedian Hannah Gadsby hosts this incredible global comedy special and brings together just a lineup of some of the best genderqueer comedians in the entire world. Next week, we'll be previewing the new film, Damsel, starring Millie Bobby Brown. Plus, we'll be recapping the finale of Love is Blind and previewing the upcoming reunion episode. Of course, if you want up-to-the-minute coverage of Love is Blind, as well as anything we talked about today, from Hannah Gadsby to The Gentleman, check out all the coverage on todoom.com. We'll see you next week.